and welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. That's right, and today we are talking about the Basho Day 3 through 9. Nine, yeah. And apologies, we know this is already late news. For anybody who's watching the Basho, you're way beyond this point, but it has to do with scheduling, it has to do uh, with... When we get the stuff in the USA, anyway, we're watching it. We're still psyched about Sumo, and we hope you enjoy what we have to say about day three through nine. That's right. So let's start with a news flash. Okay. You guys ready for this? It's right on brand for Abby. But Abby apparently... Prior to the tournament starting, when everybody was in lockdown and everybody was like under lock and key, not supposed to be going out, what did he do? He went, he went out. out. He went out on the town. Yeah, he did. And not just once, apparently, twice. And he went to, oh, just get a snack. But turns out this night shop slash night club was more like the club than the dinner. Yeah. So he... It doesn't really matter where he was. I mean, the fact is he, he put everybody. Out. Yeah, he put everyone's lives at risk. Yeah. And he did show up with a fever. And that's what tipped them off. And then he, he was kind of, I think, tattled on because obviously he went out. He's not supposed to go out. And... It wasn't just him. There were some younger wrestlers from other stables who also went out to this. Th- I, I think it was some sort of dinner with supporters. I don't know. But I he... know there's a lot of conflicting yeah. info about there about where he was. But yeah. just the fact that he did that is like, oh, it's so dumb. Yeah. He's it's a rule so breaker. Dumb. And if you guys haven't listened to our other episodes, last year he posted this like bondage video, like hearkening back to the days of old sumo where they used to kind of torture their underlings or the younger junior wrestlers he posted this insensitive like i'm tying up one of these kids ha 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 from my look at me and he posted it and then the jsa came down on him and everybody else and then banned sumo social media for everyone yeah so he just keeps making really bad decisions he just thinks that the rules don't apply to him somehow or maybe they build up for him and he just goes yeah you know what i'm gonna beat my own drum here yeah i I think that that's maybe the way he is he's just somebody who's just like i'm obby i do things the way i do it's 26 it's easier to ask forgiveness than to ask permission so uh, which is one of my favorite mottos in life uh, it works. It's always easier to ask forgiveness than to ask permission. But, but it's a it's a crappy way uh, to go about life. Well, and it hurts people. And I just want to say this is it's got to be the dumbest reason for having to sit out a basho. Yeah. I mean, there's so many reasons. There's so much better for having to sit one out, but for just deciding that the rules don't apply to you. Well, uh, I think that there's going to be effects from this that are going to, I think, kind of hang over his head for a long time. He's going to either have to, like, button it up and become a different type of person, player, or however he represents himself to the public, he's going to have to change. But the JSA chairman, Hakaku, said, for someone to go wandering about at a time like this yep. is unpardonable. Yep. We cannot permit him to be in contact with other top wrestlers. It is a violation of the guidelines. People need to consider the kind of circumstances society is currently facing. So he is out. He was out day eight, and I don't think they're going to let him come back. He had to do two different types of tests. He has come back negative for coronavirus, but he's out. I don't think anybody wants to see him. And if he came back, I bet people would boo him. Well, you know what made it worse? What? Was the fact that he said, 
oh, I didn't really hear the rules because I was asleep during uh, when they told so us the rules. So disrespectful. Yeah. And, and it just, I just, that just seemed like a slap in the face to the it JSA. Did. You know, like you, you tell me the rules. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the rules. It just sounded like just a dumb 17 year old kid way yeah, of saying, Yeah, he doesn't mm, understand his position. But, you know, at the end of the day, I love him. I mean, I, I have loved watching him wrestle. I mean, nobody has arms like that, but it kind of aligns with the type of wrestler he is. He's gotten to where he's gotten because he has this passion or this spark or this fire. But unfortunately, it follows him everywhere he goes. Well, He just I, does it his own way and doesn't really care. You know, I just, I love what they do and I so respect the sport. And when you see someone wrestling at that kind of high level... Knowing that there's so many wrestlers wrestling at lower levels who would love to be in his shoes, and he's just sort of flouting it, you know, yeah. like I'm not going to follow the rules, I'm not going to do what you say. It's like if you're not that excited about wrestling at that top level, just step aside, let somebody else do it. Yeah, because there's hundreds of other guys that would love to be in your shoes right yeah. now, like fill them with respect and dignity, or just leave. You yeah, can leave. yeah, but he won't. He won't. I think he's going to just kind of be this dark horse in sumo, but I hope he turns turns it around. Yeah, me too. Uh, because I do like watching him. He's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And I guess for the good and the bad of it, he brings a little bit of excitement and, yeah. and danger into the sumo yeah. world. He gets people to talk about sumo, that's for sure. That is for sure. So that's all I have for the news flash. Shall we jump into... Day three. Day three. You know, I'll try to just talk about some of these matches that stuck out in my mind. And there are some themes and some storylines that are starting to come together. You know, by day nine, it's gotten pretty exciting. You can kind of see the story of the Basho so far. This is going to be like sumo greatest hits. Yeah. Day three through nine. Yeah. Well, you know, on day three, we saw Kotonowaka versus Shohozan. And, you know, they had never met before. But this young kid has looked like... Like a pro he really has and he had a oshidashi simple push out of shohozan and shohozan was toast in this basho i'm just kind of getting the sense of who this strong kid is mm-hmm. and he literally looks like a kid to me yeah he's just showing up and it's getting pretty exciting also another person i've always loved Miyoguru. I always have. I think his posture is amazing. I think he's a fierce warrior, but he's had some rough bashos in the past. But him versus Tochinoshin on day three, Miyoguru just came charging at Tochinoshin. And it was just one of those solid charges and Tochinoshin was out. This is the day where I was like, Miyoguru has shown up for this basho. You know, it's kind of hard to tell. In the beginning, I thought he is somebody that's looking really good. Like Mm -hmm. he must have focused because this tournament, even on day nine, I'm very impressed with him. Mm -hmm. Now, somebody we'll probably continue to talk about is Kiribayama and him versus Kageyaki on day three. It was another one where I'm just like, he's also on fire. And you see his technique really shining through in this whole boss show. Even on day nine, looking at his record, you can still look at him and go, you know what? But his bouts have been exciting. He's been presenting amazing sumo. He's just somebody that has showed up 
all of a sudden there's something exciting about watching his sumo right now. So that was fun. Shodai and Takanosho, Shodai's first loss. It was day three. And and that was to a happy face Takanosho. And he got Shodai just turned around and then it was this easy rear push out and Okuridashi win for Takanosho. It meant a lot for Shodai to not win that because Shodai has been dominating. So that was a that was a big one. So that's all I have for day three, but there were well, some really interesting matches. What did you think of Hakaho's run out the Hanamichi after that fight? Oh, yeah. Because that was on day three. Yeah, he was like, oh, I got it. I'm back. I killed it. Yeah. I'm Hakaho. Is that what you thought it was? Yeah. I mean, it was just a continued energy of like, yeah, I am the deal. I, he has to believe his own hype. He's that good. He's allowed to. I loved it. <laughs> so do you think he was, I don't know. I just had this question. I was like, okay, is he enjoying the adulation and he's he's uh, making Endo wait? Or is he just like, I'm going to take my time because I am the one and only? Or was he just like, I'm going on a jog. I don't get much exercise. I'm going to get my cardio in. What was he doing? It was probably a combination of all three. I think he's just like, yeah, I can make him wait. I'm Hakaho Show. <laughs> I can do I can do whatever I want. You know what I love about watching sumo with you, Leslie, is like we watch we watch the same sumo and we see totally different things. Yeah, which I think is everybody what I does. love about it. Yeah. I absolutely love like listening to your greatest hits of day three, mine would have been different, but I love the fact that those stood out for you. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean sumo is whatever you want it to be and whatever yeah. excites you. And I think whoever you're interested in also tends to I don't know, influence what you watch and what you watch for. So yeah, those were exciting matches for me personally. Day four. So a few matches stood out for me in day four. And the first one I want to mention is my horror movie Rikshi, uh, Terano Fuji. Right. And again, I'm calling him that just because I watch him through my fingers over mm-hmm. my face because I'm so afraid he's going to, just so afraid he's going to get hurt. But his win against Chiyoshoma, who was coming up from Jurio, mm-hmm. I just thought it was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Chiyosoma got a double inside grip, both arms inside, on Teranofuji. But Teranofuji clamped down on his arms and would not let go. He the just arm bar. squeezed in, yep, and walked Chiyoshoma backwards. Mm-hmm. The Kimidashi armbar force out. It was just a perfect demonstration of that. And oh my God, it looked like it hurt. Like Tiyoshoma yeah. was rubbing his arms afterwards. Yeah. Like I cannot just believe imagine you just locked them and you threw me out like that. You could probably break your arms if Absolutely. you were a normal person, not a sumo wrestler. If it yeah. hurt a sumo wrestler, you would have broken your arms. Yeah, it would have broken mine. Yeah, so if I anybody... would not want to be in a street fight with Terunofuji. I think it's so funny. You say that all the time. I don't want to be in a street fight in this person or that person. I just keep wondering how many street fights you get into. Actually, I've never been in a street fight. Okay. But if I had to be in a street fight, I would you... call up these guys as my seconds. Would, would, would you want to fight any of these guys in a street fight? Like, would you take um, on Endo? Uh, no, inhale maybe, but I know I'd be toast. <laughs> I just think it's a funny thing that you say. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, another one that stood out for me, uh, day four, Ayoyama, a very large man, versus Enho, <laughs> yes. a very, well, he's an average size man, really. He's 5'9", but he looks tiny yeah. in comparison. Yeah, compared, okay? compared Enho to Enho jumped right in at Tatachi, head first, buried his head in the chest of Aoyama. Aoyama tried to keep him away. It became this, you know, sometimes they become slappy hand fests. That's what happened this time. Aoyama went 
for a big shove at Enho's chest, and Enho simply stepped to the side and let Aoyama run himself out of the ring, proving once again, once you get the big guy going, just step out of the way and let the yeah. train run itself out of the ring. I'm always amazed at Enho because when you think about it, he does sumo wrestling blind. Because he is constantly in somebody's gut. <laughs> well, and, and looking at big, the ground well, upside down. And he still wins bouts. And especially big, big guys like Aoyama, who's very fleshy. You know, there's lots that moves on Aoyama. Yeah. He's just th- that kind of wrestler. I think he's comfortable. He probably was very comfortable in the womb. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe so. Because he seems to be quite comfortable just, in that position, like yeah, blind and I mean, just buried in somebody's gut. Run yourself into the gut of another person you don't need to see anything you don't need to breathe it's, i mean it looks like how can the guy breathe sometimes he's just so buried in it's the chest of another wrestler but he gets a win <laughs> yes he does there were so many great fights in day four but i want to mention mitakayumi versus yutakayama big tachiai yes in this one huge hit mitakayumi tried a pull down that didn't work uh, Yutakeyama tried to keep him away, but Mitakeyumi jumped back, reset, and he did this huge push of Yutakeyama all the way across the ring to the bales. Mm-hmm. And Yutakeyama stopped this push with his feet against the bales. You know, right. sometimes they just like stop the momentum I'm that way. I'm always amazed when they can yeah. do that. And it sort of came to a halt. Mitakeyumi tried to push again and he couldn't budge Yutakeyama over the bales. And it looks like he just said, okay. Step to the side, just let go of Yutakeyama, and Yutakeyama just flattened belly first to the ring because he was just so overextended. But I thought it was beautiful the way it was done, and Mitakeyama has looked really great in the beginning of this Basho, and it was just another one of those bouts for me that was like, that's why I love him. That's why I love Mitakeyomi. Right. Like when he does it, he's strong, and he's he thinks well, he moves well. He's great. That's it for day four for me. All right. Let's move on to day five. Sweet baby Takayasu won over Tedano Fuji. Now, this is an exciting match because this is two former Ozekis, which they always like to tell people where they have been. But it was a great match. We saw... I don't know. Maybe there was magic because they were both two former Ozekis and they're kind of trying to save face in this in this bout, even though I don't think they've lost face. But it was a really it was a really great matchup of power, of experience. And no matter where they are in the rankings now, you definitely saw two well-matched people. And it was beautiful sumo. We saw a full hip wiggle from Takayasu, which you don't always see with him, but maybe it was just the camera angle. So I thank you from a personal point of view. Thank you for the butt wiggle shots. But he just kept evading. Um, is that the word? Evading? Yeah. He was elusive from Terunofuji's grasp of his belt. And Takeyasu just chipped away bit by bit in this even rivalry leading to an eventual Yorikiri win. Lots of grunts and belly, big belly sumo. I loved this match. I did too. I think the older guys seem to really be doing well in this Basho. I don't know if just the extra break for them was just 
so restorative for their bodies but their experience just is really highlighting how good they are you know the younger guys like the desire and the drive is so there that the sumo can get a bit chaotic yeah whereas the older guys are more patient and they wait for their opening right. and they take it whenever it presents itself well and that's how onosho's been onosho seems just like struggling around yeah, every it's just bout crazy. because and he has all this energy he's yeah. so eager and it's shown in some focused. ways too it's not focused and these older guys have a way of focusing down and simplifying to a point where they can't lose and that's just coming through loud and clear for me yeah well another match that i think exemplified that was miyoguru versus kota nawaka it was a nice match some real hand slappy slaps up top but it was really a great match and Oshidashi win for Miyoguru who's just reacting well mm-hmm. in every advance of Kotonowaka mm-hmm. and he just charges Kotonowaka out of the ring and that to me was an example of like yeah. experience over newness he yeah. didn't get rattled by the energy the slaps and all that I mean Miyoguru can do that too yep. there's something in his poise that stuck out to me all right freight train Mitakeyumi versus Indo he just Freight trained the hell out of Indo, and that <laughs> he did he just plowed into yeah, Indo's head? That train left the station and rolled right over Indo. Oshidashi, easy win. It was like it's like Indo doesn't know what to do with his body. Mitakeyumi just had his Wheaties that morning. Maybe, but he's been eating them every morning because yep. he's been looking great. Yep. Shodai also looking great, and this is Okanoumi, and I love this matchup. But Shodai just showed his sumo expertise. Although Okinoumi is very experienced as well. He rotated at the edge and just turned Okinoumi out of the ring. I don't think it surprised Okinoumi. It was just two experienced wrestlers doing good sumo. And Shodai came out on top. And so Shodai, again, is somebody I'm just continuing to watch. Asano Yama, though, versus Kiribayama. I again, loved this fight. Again, Kiribayama is proving to just be this tough little guy. He's fast, he wiggles, he's shifty, and I love it. I think Kiribayama gave him a good run for his money. You know what I loved about that fight? What? Was the fact that Kiribayama... He got Osanayama in the most awkward position. Yeah. He was re- re-maneuvering longest... a bunch and just yeah. like surprising him with all these awkward positions. He got to his side and he knew he had an advantage there. Mm-hmm. And Asanoyama just had to wait until, you know, he could go chest to chest with Kiribayama. Right. Because then he knew I can get him. Strength for strength, I can get this guy. Right. But it's like, how do I maneuver Kiribayama to the front? And that was sort of the mental chess game of it all, mm-hmm. is what shifts will lead to a difference of body position. Right. And then once they were in the right position, Asanoyama made quick quick meal of Kiribayama, but it was just gorgeous. Yes. It was a good long bout and the crowd loved it. Yep. So, and Hakaho, of course, does his amazingness. I really don't have much to say about Hakaho over all these days because he's just dominated. Well, and well, he's great. He's just great. I just know we're going to be talking more about him in the future. Yeah. Every time I watch him fight, I gasp or I squeal and I want to write about it for two months, but I'm going to hold back and wait till week two because we'll be talking about him next week. Yeah. Okay, day six. There was so much great sumo in day six. First off, Kota Shoho, the really young new wrestler, the rookie, meeting Teranofuji. Kota Shoho moved around a lot. Had Teranofuji moving, like a lot more than I think he would have normally. Mm-hmm. But Teranofuji stayed right with this kid with a left hand outside grip, and he just simply 
didn't let go and he just sort of escorted Kota Shoho out of the ring. And I think that's, it's one of the few losses for Kota Shoho. It was another one of those young guy versus older guy. Right. Just wait for it to happen. Yeah. There was a real interesting thing that happened in day six between Kota Shogiku and Tochin Ocean Mm -hmm. where they kept having to restart that yep. bout over yep. and over and again. And I don't exactly know why. I don't know what was happening between them because I started to read a little bit of frustration. Nobody got mad, but there was, I don't know if the wrestlers were frustrated with the Gyoji or one was frustrated with the other, but they had to restart something like three times, which is quite unusual. And it just makes me start to wonder, is it really between wrestler and wrestler or is it between wrestler and Gyoji? Like what is happening? What would you read there? I felt when I was watching that there was just something weird and they can't they couldn't align either their breathing but there was some sort of weird challenging of each other in that. I didn't know if Kota Shogiku was just taking his sweet time stretching his hamstrings out and like that was frustrating Tochinoshin and Tochinoshin was like I'm going to start come on buddy. Well, or... Kota Shogiku doesn't start from a traditional point of uh, like he he yeah, he does a great completely, Well, he doesn't completely crouch down. He does the full moon for everybody behind him. He does. I love it. He does. So I, I, I thought maybe that was just Tochin Ocean's misread, but I okay, don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but it was interesting. And if you have an interest in such things as, you know, how they get the Tachiai going, that's a really great one to watch. I really loved the fight between Tamawashi and mm-hmm. Miyogidu. Yep, me on too. On day six. There was a big Tachiai I believe they hit heads in the Tachi Eye. This one also had a false start. Oh, did it? Yeah. I didn't actually write that down. Yeah, false okay. start. There were, there were several false starts yep. on day six. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it was, it was just, just in the in air. In the air, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Something in the arena. Uh, there were more big pushes between these guys. Miyogidu lifted Tamawashi up tall and pushed as hard as he could, but Tamawashi lunged forward head first. And I'm not exactly sure what happened here, but it looked there was it looked like there was another huge headbutt that just took Miyogi Do right out of the ring, which is not the way that I would want to lose a sumo fight being headbutted no. out of the ring. No, but, but Tamawashi's so strong. Yeah, Tamawashi is I coming love out strong. Tamawashi, and I always will. And you don't think a man that loves to bake also really enjoys headbutting other men? He does, but he obviously does. He's a very complex guy. Yes, he is. My favorite fight of this entire Basho happened in day six. And oh. Yes. And it was Shodai versus Endo. Endo. My absolute yeah. favorite fight so far. That was okay, a wild let one. Me, let me see if I can explain this. Endo, so they met with Itachi. Mm-hmm. Endo went for a pull down on Shodai that didn't work. So Endo changed tactics, went for the belt, got it, pushed Shodai to the edge, But somehow in this push, they both kind of lost their balance. So they both started hopping. Shodai escaped the push and both men lost their footing and hopped around in circles away from each other. So they were back to back, spinning away from each other. And then they met each other again, re-engaged again back in the center after the turn. There was this beautiful... I mean, it almost looked like a dance the way it was done. Endo grabbed Shodai's <laughs> arm again, and then Shodai somehow twisted and pulled Endo right out of the ring. It was very improvisational. It was. It didn't look a lot like sumo. Like, there was so many other things happening. <laughs> you know what my notes say? What? 
bumbled through that, but won <laughs> after a wild round of stumbles. Yours I is so much it. more in depth, but I just got like, whoa, what did I watch? They just stumbled around and somebody won. Yeah, I had to watch it several times to yeah. kind of figure out what had happened and what had gone wrong. Endo tried so many different things, Yeah, but Shodai is so good. He's like, you know those bobble toys that you sit, sit on the front of your dash mm-hmm. in a car? That's what he can be like right at the edge. Like you push and he just sort of bobbles and hits one way or the other but stays in the ring Mm -hmm. kind of like a cartoon character well he bobbles at the touch right before the touch he bobbles his head a little and that's exactly what happened and so it was just like bobble response i loved this fight i every time i watch it it makes me laugh and it's awesome Okay, that's enough. <laughs> well, I'll just add that the Takakesho Kiribayama, that was our first time meeting. Yes. That was a major upset. Yes. Okay, so that was later in the day. Okay, this is a big one. This is a, another really good fight. Takakesho pushed hard at the top. Kiribayama slipped to the side, grabbed Takakesho's belt, moved forward, and just ran Takakesho out of the ring. So at this point, that was day six. Mm-hmm. There was big pressure on Takakesho now if he wants to keep his Ozeki status. That was a big upset of the day. They did not expect Kiribayama to no. win that one. I think, though, that, that that's beginner's luck. You know, first you time I do. I think I Takakesho mean- is struggling. I think he's really struggling with his well, Ozeki status. Well, yeah. I mean, he's nervous. Yeah. Uh, he's Kataban, so he doesn't want to lose. And I don't know. Kiribayama seems to be somebody who is real shifty. And I think these older guys, bigger guys, you yeah. know, with a lot of girth, can't maneuver quickly around a really fast new guy. So I, some I, of his little trick moves might work. But he'll remember for next time. Oh, he will remember. I think if you are primarily a fighter that just pushes and shelves right like takakesho does right you have to keep working on your other skills or else people can do what kiribayama did which is shift to the side and get your belt just the right way so that your arms are facing the wrong way and if you can't bend your knees and get out of that you're in trouble i think he's gonna have to work on that if he's gonna remain in nozeki for very yeah. long i hope we can find the nhk the, the yeah i love the interview i don't even kiribayama. know yes it was a kiribayama interview and it was translated so hilarious it's your first win over an Ozeki. I'm very happy. Do you know who your opponent is tomorrow? Yes. I'll do my best. You'll fight against Yokozuna Hakuo in the final bout on day seven. Well, I'll just try my best. I like the kid. I think yeah. he's doing great. Asadoyama do killed it and so did Hakuho yes. on day six, as yep. usual. Mm-hmm. I'm liking the leaderboard. I'm, it's as it I, should be. I'm, I'm I loving absolutely it. love the leaderboard. When we try to do biggest hits of the sumo world and we try to do a bunch of days in a row, one of the things we lose is how the leaderboard shifts each day. And that's one of the most exciting things about sumo is to see who drops off of it and when. So I realize that we're missing some of that when we do several days in a row, but it's just exciting. Yeah. Let's talk about day seven. Okay. Terunofuji and Wakataka Kage. Terunofuji wins with an armbarring force out. Terunofuji is still doing great. Armbar looks so painful, but he used his height as an advantage in this one. And you can see exactly why he has this desired sumo body. He He's tall and luscious, I like to say. Luscious. That was a, yeah, luscious. Nice. Okay, Kota Shoho versus Shimano Umi. Kota Shoho is looking so good in his Makauchi division debut. And he wins with this throw to the ground. It was this young, he's just young and exciting. And it's fun to watch. He looks like he has experience. Mm-hmm. 
tons of experience with that Chitatanage throw. So I, I don't know. He's been exciting. Uh, I, I'm going to go to the Inho versus Tamawashi match. Okay. I love this match. <laughs> Inho is obviously a tiny guy up against a big guy. I love Tamawashi. Tamawashi seems to have the upper hand as he has a hold of Inho in this frontal headlock mm-hmm. throw to the ground thing. It, he tries it two times. And every time I see it, I'm like, Inho's neck is going to snap. And this is going to be just a terrible affair that we're going to have to watch on television. But Inho does his Inho thing. Tamawashi got Inho'd. I just made that up. In home, like the that. little guy just always wins this first big matchup. And I have a feeling Tamawashi will remember this for next time. This is the first time. It was a Yorikiti win for Inho. He just stayed at Tamawashi's knees and pushed him back until Tamawashi just eventually stepped out of the ring. But it's always fun to see the big guy versus the little guy. Yep. And the little guy magic wins. Oh, getting Indo'd. Inho'd. Yeah. Inho'd. Yes. 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 I like that. I like it. Okay. He got oh, in-hoed. there's so many other matches I could talk about. The I Teretsuyoshi, know. Teretsuyoshi, Hokuto Fuji. That was exciting. Um, well, and then this is the day that it was revealed. Abi gave a win to Mitakuyumi because that was the day he had to forfeit his win and he's out of the competition. Oh, my gosh. Maybe that is the thing that took Mitakuyumi off of his rhythm. The fact that he did not get to fight Abi. Oh, that might be because Mitakiyomi started to have a rough time after this day. Oh, my mm. God. You have just solved the puzzle for me. Well, it's I think you did, but it was because of what I said. Yes. That's <laughs> it. Abi broke his rhythm. See, another reason for me not to like Abi. I know. Well, Asanoyama ended the day. I mean, Hako did too. But Asanoyama, again, he just pro sumo. He's looking beautiful and strong. It was an easy Yorikiri win against Takaru Fuji. Yeah. But Hako did crush little Kiribayama um, <laughs> on day seven. So, you know, it was a As no he... mercy win from yeah. Hakaho. It happened so fast. But yeah. I think Kiribayama learned a little bit through I think that he experience. Did too. Yeah. I wonder if he went. I wonder if he went home smiling, like, oh, so that's what it's like. Yeah. Oh, I got crushed by the big <laughs> oh, guy today. I think I got inhoed. Yeah, he by did. The... <laughs> by Hakaho. He got Hakaho'd for sure. <laughs> So that's all I have for day seven. Okay, so let's move to day eight. Okay, day six was great. Day eight was great, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. The first one I wrote about was honestly another one of my favorites. It was Chiyomairu, whose record at this point was 1-6. So one win, six losses. I love the guy. Versus Miyogidu, six wins and one loss. Yeah. Okay, so everybody's watching this and they're like, oh, well, we know who's going to win. Clearly. Okay, clearly. They meet for a light tachi eye, it wasn't a big one, which turned into another slap fest before they eventually locked up with each one of them going for the other one's belt. Mm-hmm. Chiyomairu locked up Miyogidu's arms so that Miyogidu couldn't grab anything. Nothing. Yeah. So they were chest to chest. Miyogidu walked forward, taking Chiyomairu with him back to the bales. Chiyomairu just turned and threw Miyogidu down to the ground. It was a surprise loss for Miyogidu. Nobody saw that one coming. Chiyomairu got his second win. Yeah. So exciting. I know. (laughs) Everybody's very excited. At Miyogidu's expense, which I did not like, but still, I I was happy for Mr. Sumo. Okay. Then, to make it even better, Ishiura came in and fought Shimano Umi. 
So Ishiura jumped right in. He grabbed Shimano Umi's belt with his left hand and started to spin. Like spin, spin, right round, baby, right round, like a record baby. And then he tripped Shimano Umi and he went down so hard with a foot sweep. The Sosuhari, I think is what it's called. Sosuharai. Oh, thank you. Oh, I don't know if that's right, but that's the way I would approach it. Okay. It was (laughs) beautifully done. So it's hard to know how to pronounce it because you're like, we never see this one. I know. And I watched it and I thought, oh, that's what Kakadu was trying to do you remember when yeah. he uh, tried the foot sweep on day one yeah, yeah and it didn't work oh well add a few spins to it and then a foot sweep it was beautifully done it was executed perfectly also on day eight enho in kiribayama okay so sometimes you go for the enho move and it doesn't work for you no. so this is one of those days initially kiribayama went in hard for enho fast he pushed enho back enho went in head first got low the way he often does, getting his head and neck under Kiribayama's chest. So they spun. Each one of them had some sort of grip on the other one's belt. But Enho was essentially locked in a headlock with Kiribayama leaning over him. Which is a very comfortable position for Enho. I know. And it makes me nervous every time too. Okay. So Kiribayama is holding Enho in a headlock and he's trying to keep one of Enho's arms from getting a hold of his belt. And Enho is trying to twist out of this position. It doesn't work. He tries to push out of this position. It doesn't work. This is a long, long, long bout where they get stuck in this position for a long time. Kiribayama essentially walks back and flattens Enho with an uwatanage flat on his belly in the ring. But then he nicely picks Enho back up again by the mawashi, which was essentially a a wedgie lift yeah yeah but but you know what it's hard to get up so sometimes a wedgie wedgie lift's the only thing that works (laughs) so it was a just a classic case of the inhoeing not working but you gotta love the guy anyway yeah it's great there were so many great fights in this day let me just mention a couple more the sekiwake showdown Mm -hmm. between the two sekiwake shodai and mitakeyumi mitakeyumi got in lower at the tachi eye lifted shodai up but Shodai got underneath Matakeyumi's arms, pushing Matakeyumi's arms up and out of the way. And then Shodai stepped to the side and pushed on the back of Matakeyumi's head, yep. pushed him to the ground mm-hmm. for a Tsukiyotoshi mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. This was Matakeyumi's first loss of the tournament. Yeah. He was on the leaderboard yeah. until this point. And I am sticking with the Abi reason because Abi broke his thunder. Maybe. Ah. It's all Abby's fault. It's all Abby's fault. Dang it. Okay, one more. Takakesho versus Hokuto Fuji. This bout was over in less than two seconds. <laughs> Takakesho looked like he came in too low. And there's one meet, and Hokuto Fuji just threw Takakesho to the ground. This was another surprise win. I don't think anybody expected Hokuto Fuji to no. win that one. No, just, it oh. was a step to the side, and Takakesho just hit the ground. Hitakikomi slapped down. Yeah, boom. It was beautifully it was done. Toast. He was toast. And I do, okay, I can't help it. I'm going to say one Hakaho. Okay, Hakaho met Kageyaki this time. And I'm going to be talking more about Hakaho in the future. But this is one of those where they met, they crashed into each other, and the Hakaho just said, I'm done with this. And he grabbed the back of Kageyaki's neck and threw him to the ground from his neck, which sounds so dang aggressive when I say it that way. That's how you win. Oh, my God. I, you know, I'm not a very aggressive person. 
And I think that's one of the reasons I just adore watching Hakaho because I don't know where he gets all that, how he produces all that aggression. Or maybe you desire to be more to aggressive. Maybe you're... so. There's there's like a Hakaho inside of me waiting to come out. Watch out. Wouldn't it's been a be... lifetime of bottling that in. It's going to oh be real God. nasty when it comes out. I mean, it would just be amazing to grab somebody by the back of their neck and throw them to the ground, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. He channels something, but it's always so professional that Ugh. he's just like... He's just so good. Yes, he is. Oh, my God. Which brings us to day nine. Yeah, I'm also going to blame the indecision of the judges because I called this a Manoe day on Abby. It's all just... It's Abby's fault. Abby's ruined the momentum. Yep. They can't, they can't tell what they're looking at anymore. There was so much confusion, false starts, and, like, rematches. And it was interesting in that way, though. Teruno Fuji versus Sadano Umi. Teruno Fuji just smokes him. And he gets his kachikoshi. Yeah. First top division in three years, kachikoshi. Yep. Terno Fuji, I'm yeah. loving watching all of his bouts. Well, it's a great sumo story. Yes, it is. Injured, down at the bottom of the barrel, and rises again. And he gets his kachikoshi. Yeah, and you're in. You're basically in the lowest lowest section of the top division, and you're in the running for the Yusho. Yes. So fun. Takara Fuji versus Tokushoryu. Now, this was an epic match because there was a lot of hopping around and circling and that's how I say it. it's not straightforward. It's like just kind of sloppy. It was a Tsukiyotoshi win at the edge. And it was just like fun sumo to watch. I didn't write down really great notes other than just like epic match of hopping around, circling a real back and forth. It was one of those matches where you thought, I thought at least twice in the match that Tokushoryo was going out. And what's so impressive with Tokushoryo is he just has that huge belly. belly. He's I think that's the around. surprising part is that his yes. wins just look like a wait, wait, what, wait, what did what he just didn't happened? Go he out? didn't go. Out. Yeah, he just won. I guess just yeah. And that was one of those where we were shocked and like, wait, wait, wait how did uh, uh, magic at the edge? <laughs> it was really magic fun. at the edge. It was. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Another fun one was the Asanoyama Okinoumi match because that was a rematch. Now, I watched the first one, and in slow mo, you can clearly see that like Asanoyama won. Uh-huh. But I do enjoy a rematch. It's like two for one, you know, sumo. We yeah. get two matches of Asanoyama and Okinoumi, who are two incredible wrestlers to watch. I yeah. love, love, love watching these two go head to head because they're so well matched. But Asanoyama, I think, eked out. He barely won the first one. It was dramatic, flying through the air. Who hit the ground first? But, but no he, question about the second no one. No question about the second one. And he showed his top division Ozeki status right there. It was a clear-cut win. Uwatanage overarm throw. It was beautiful. I love to see it. What Us? about Onosho and Yutakayama? Oh, this was the meeting of the two fellows who had not won a match at oh, all right. until right. day nine. So they put them together because, well, you knew that one of them was going to get their first win. I think I didn't write notes on it because it was just so sad to me. <laughs> but I definitely remember. And yes. I was like, yay, somebody comes out of this yes. with a win. Yutakayama, and Yutakayama. Won for his first win of this entire Basho. Oh, he's had a he tough looked like he was Basho. about to cry, proving yet once again that, that I, th- I think he's Maegashira 1, that Komasubi, Maegashira 1 position 
are just so hard. Week one is so hard. You're fighting the hardest guys right at the beginning, and that really affects your soul. Right. How do you go (laughs) into week two? Yeah. Just being like, I've been demoralized. So I felt (laughs) so good that Yutakeyama finally won. Yeah. But I also just even, I felt even worse for Onosho, who's now going into day 10 without any wins so far. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, and uh, I'll end it with the Hakaho versus Aoyama. Hitaki Komu slapdown, easy as pie. Hakaho wins. Well, and did you mention that Mita Kayumi lost again? Uh, by, to Kiribayama. Yeah. He had this really strong grip, and he got Mita Kayumi upright. He couldn't do anything. A simple lift out of the ring, and Kiribayama's exciting. But I don't like it, yeah, when I see Mita Kayumi struggle. Yeah. But it's just... That's the nature of any match. I know. Any boss show. So the ups it, and downs. What it means is at the end of day nine, we've got a tie for first place between Hakaho and Asano Yama, which is so oh, stinking exciting. It is. Oh, my goodness. Do you think they'll have that match on the second to last day or the last day? Oh, I don't know. I think the drama of Asano Yama and his rise, I bet they hold it out to the end. I don't know. That is going to be an exciting match when that happens. And then in second place, after day nine, we've got Terano Fuji and Shodai. Yep. Uh, I love seeing them there. used to be also in the running for second place. But now it's just those guys. So, man, those four fantastic wrestlers right at the top. Yeah, I think we're going to see some exciting sumo in these last days of the boss show. I know. We've got Hakaho with aggression and grace and power. We've got Asanayama with the exact same. Yeah. Maybe not quite as much aggression, but uh, more grace and agility and patience, maybe. Precise and. Uh, he's yeah. been looking great. Shodai, who just seems like it's almost impossible to get him out of the ring. Terano Fuji, whose experience is just making him almost unbeatable. Yeah, there's some cool stories coming out of Sumo after this yeah. first nine days. Yeah, so who who do you think's going to walk away with it? I can't say. I don't know. I mean, I like all of them, even Avi when he disappoints. He's like that disappointing child. Even though I don't have children, but if I had one that misbehaved, you know, took the car out or snuck out of the house, you'd be like, I still love them. I don't love their choices, but I still love them. Right. So do you think Takakesho is going to get his eight wins? I think he will. uh, To say Ozeki? Yeah, because I think his, his, uh, I mean, it gets easier for him, right? Yep. So I think he'll get it. So that is our style of sumo here at Sumo Kaboom. Yeah, see you next week where we will break down the last bit of the Basho for you. We'll know who won. We'll know the big stories of the Basho, the winners of the day. We'll tell you lots more. Find us on the socials. Yeah. Find us online. Connect yeah. up with us. That's right. And so until then, we'll see you later. Yeah. Sayonara. See y'all. Bye.